listen to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. Welcome to Welcome to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. I live, work, and I love beer here in D.C. During my time in culinary school, I gained an appreciation for good beer. I continued my studies in beer in grad school at NYU, and since then I have been a beer director, beer bar general manager, and I get to continue to explore the beer world with all of you wonderful listeners. Every week I will have a different guest from different parts of the beer world, from brewers to importers, bartenders, educators, to help us explore this Really fascinating and dynamic world. Whether you are new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So I just got back from uh, the Craft Brewers Conference in Nashville. Big ups to the Brewers Association for putting that together. It was an outstanding lineup of really, really amazing seminars, really great events. Nashville is a phenomenal city. I uh, got to check out uh, Bearded Iris Brewing Company, uh, as well as Jackalope, both really, really cool breweries um, with really great vibes. So thank you all for that. We'll be releasing some of the coverage of that over the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, but today, on this really stunning morning in Washington, D.C., I would like to talk about mental health. Uh, no, not incredibly uh, uplifting uh, oftentimes, but very, very important. And I'm sure that you all in some capacity have heard uh, about the mental health issues that you see in the food industry. As somebody who has been in the restaurant industry for the past 15 years, I have seen people uh, and families and restaurants get torn apart um, because at the end of the day, uh, nobody is keeping up with their mental health, uh, which leads to self-medication in the form of alcohol or drug abuse. Uh, and it just uh, spreads from there. And we are an industry that is uh, plagued by it. Uh, now, lately, we are starting to see uh, employers, breweries, restaurant owners uh, start to take on some responsibility. They understand that we work long hours, that it's a very stressful job most of the time, and they are starting to build in mental health uh, care and packages for their employees. Um, and it's really, really beautiful to see. So I want to talk with, uh, Josh Kemp today, uh, from the Brewer's Table in Austin, Texas. This is an establishment, uh, pretty new, uh, to the Austin scene, but they are putting, uh, pretty uh, high importance on mental health as far as the care for their employees. So Josh has called in this morning. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Sarah. It's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Of course. So, you know, give people a little bit idea about, you know, what the Brewer's Table is uh, in Austin. Okay. So the Brewer's Table is a farm-to-table local source fire-grilled, food-side, and um, on the beer side for the brewery, we have um, a large selection of guest taps, but we also have, at this point, six of our own beers. We're doing a really clean, 
style lagering process in um, American Fooders from Fooder Crafter, and we're really trying to not just use food ingredients in beer, but make the beer as good as the food and the food as good as the beer. And uh, we accomplish that through a large number of, of ways. Um, for instance, let's say the spin grain from our beer is either being used to create bread that we serve other ingredients on, or it is packaged and sent to the farms that we feed to the pigs that we later purchase. So we're trying to make it as inclusive as possible. So it's safe to say you really, really care about the product that you're putting out. You care about sustainability. You care about the effect you have on your community. um, And you're not skipping caring about your employees. Uh, So tell me a little bit about, you know, how you are uh, accounting for your employees' mental health. Oh, it's... um, It's been an, an interesting uh, process, Sarah. I, uh, I originally started on this career path um, wanting to deal with soldiers because I've soldiered my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, initial invasion on, uh, I've gone back and forth overseas for about 13 years. And uh, then when I decided that I wasn't going to be able to do that anymore, I started to have my own mental health care issues in that field. Um, I decided that I was going to jump into something else that I love to do, which was cooking, which led me to the brewer's table, and I ended up being um, an investor there. But I didn't fit into the food and beverage side. I don't have that background. Mm-hmm. So when the owner uh, and founder, Jake Maddox, and I were talking about um, this, this project, um, when it was still on paper, um, I tried to find a place where I could fit. And the place where it turns out that I fit in with not just with soldiers, but with this other side, with the mental health on food and beverage, because I didn't realize all of the data that was so close, the divorce rates, the drug issues, the home life problems, the long hours. I didn't know that it, it, it correlated as much as it does. And then when, I, um, when we made that connection, it just seemed like, um, it seemed like, why, why wouldn't this be obvious? Why wouldn't this be a focus? So um, we developed and uh, started with an anonymous uh, employee survey that everyone gets when they um, come on with the brewer's table uh, with questions that range anywhere from um, previous experience, what have you had issues with in access to health care, um, stigma, cost, time scheduling, um, would you appreciate certain programs that haven't been afforded previously, and if so, what would those be? And we really tried to gauge anonymously what people really want, what their focuses really were, and we were able to pull some fantastic data from the survey along with giving a section where everyone could kind of tell a piece of their story, so we got a mix of raw data and personal ability and are trying to um, develop and shape everything off of that. 
So if you all are, sorry, if you all are just joining us, uh, we are talking about mental health today uh, and how some breweries and restaurants are taking into account their uh, employees' mental health needs. I'm speaking with Josh Kemp of the Brewer's Table in Austin, Texas, um, where they are trying to, you know, implement some really great programs for their staff. And, you know, something that you said that struck me was that, um, you know, more often than not, you see people in restaurants and people who work in breweries um, having issues with mental health. Uh, but the the big things that they run into are cost uh, to get mental health. But good mental health in this country is is oftentimes expensive. You have scheduling. Um, our you know schedules are crazy and uh, sporadic, and that's really difficult to line up. You know, with an appointment. Uh, and then, you know, you have the, the stigma that you had mentioned in that, you know, if you say, hey, I need this day off or, hey, I need this hour off or, hey, I'm going to be late, um, you know, you don't want to ever say, oh, I'm, I'm going to my therapist's office. It's, it's, it's uh, in our society still, it's considered a sign of weakness. Uh, so what are you, what were the first couple steps that you took once you looked at all of those surveys? Well, before I passed out the surveys, um, which were completed by uh, Dr. Mark Adams and then adjusted for the Brewers Table specifically, um, I gave my background, um, and there's a Texas State and Veteran Certified uh, Board called uh, BCPS, which is Veteran Certified Peer Support, and their belief is that through your story and your ability to connect with others and your mental health care process, that you have the ability to shine a new light on some of these um, past behavioral norms, some of these stigmas. Uh, so the very first thing that I did was tell my story so that people would know that I could connect, that I did have the ability. And, uh, and then once we did the survey, I, I made it extremely clear to them that if anyone's going to play this role uh, in any type of employment, FMB included, that their respect and dignity was first above anything else. Anything that they spoke with me about did not go to anyone else, especially the upper echelon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that can, those words aren't enough. You know, you have to um, really make that happen through your actions. But um, getting the approval of that process through the managerial staff, I think, is extremely important. And since they were all on board for that and trusted me in that way, I was able to bridge, I think, a gap that there has always been between F&B front of the house and kitchen staff and the managerial staff. Mm-hmm. So then after that, it became a process of actually putting the hours in. And I've gotten time outside of work to sit down with so many of our employees and learn their personal histories and their past and their strengths and their weaknesses and create a bond with them that I can anonymously, again, um, slide back into the training that the um Man, all, all the management staff is going to bring to the restaurant. Okay. And so um, I had uh, talked to a mutual friend of ours and that you all are launching a program called Beers with Ears. Could you yeah. talk a little bit about what that is going to be? 
the Beers with Ears is an opportunity for the staff um, to get time with me in a semi-clinical sense mm-hmm. to where uh, the staff gets to choose uh, the space that they want to be in. It can be any safe space that they like. If they want that to be sitting down with a beer and talking with no one else around, that's fine. But if they would like that to be throwing axes on the axe-throwing lanes that we built on the property, if they would like <laughs> that to be uh, jiu-jitsu or whatever it is that they're most comfortable with, mm-hmm. we're offering that safe space and that time uh, for the staff to, to come and be able to do that and do that during a uh, paid hour. Uh, we would, we're trying to offer that. We're trying to offer... Um, massages for the staff when they're not on uh, just a, a total uh, wellness program. So the beers and ears is uh, time with me to sit down and, and, and you know, deal with their grievances or, you know, if it's going to be complaining or, or you know, any of the above, family issues, anything that we could possibly hash out uh, to make people, when they come in, take that load off of them and, uh, and really make them feel like they're part of a family and connected to this organization because they're the heart of it. Oh, that's beautiful. We're going to take a quick break, uh, and we will be right back uh, with Beer Me. Great. Thank you. Welcome back to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, recording live at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. My name is Sarah Jane. I'm your host, and I am joined with Josh Kemp of the Brewers Table in Austin, Texas. Uh, Today we're talking about mental health and how uh, breweries and restaurants are taking on more of an active role in assisting their employees in getting better access to mental health. Josh was just describing um, a program that they are launching, which is Beers with Ears, uh, essentially helping their employees uh, access to um, counseling services in an environment that makes them most comfortable, whether it be sitting down with a beer or throwing an axe, which sounds, uh, sounds pretty brilliant. I actually love that. Um, so something I want to touch on very briefly is um, with mental health uh, struggles often comes self-medication and substance abuse. And being that they, these employees are working at a brewery, um, they have very easy access to alcohol. At the end of the day, you are uh, supplying something that um, many people struggle with as far as self-medication goes. Is this something that, you know, obviously you haven't been open long enough, but is this something that has been touched on or is this something that you all are sensitive to? I would say that we've touched on it um not as, as much as we can so far, because our focus, like you said, it's only been a few weeks that we've been open. And, and, and currently, uh, not many people have many hours mm-hmm. to um, probably at this point to, to go out and 
maybe um, imbibe and make a poor decision or um, so I think that we've done a, a fairly good job in communicating from uh, the managerial staff down but um, otherwise I, I've just tried to make it clear to the staff uh, we set up um, a kind of a family email uh, where we push out information to them uh, letting them know I mean a lot of them don't realize that the third worst industry in the United States of America for behavioral and substance abuse is accommodations and food service. I mean, just right behind mining and construction. Uh, so being able to, to hand them that information, mm-hmm. let them know where the entire industry sits and that it is okay for them to reach out and that it and, and I, I would say uh, the managerial staff leading by example in that way has been the thing that's going to be most important and connective to them. So I would say yes. I, I think we're doing a, a real, really good job. And how has the staff uh, received this? I mean, initially, the, it, it, at the very beginning, it, it had to be a little uncomfortable, you know, as somebody in the industry to be that vulnerable with people that you still need to be professional with, that had to be a bit of a struggle to break down that barrier and to get over those uh, kind of pre-constructed social norms that you're used to in that situation. Yes, it, it certainly was. And uh, again, I have to go back to um, being able to tell my story first mm-hmm. uh, with the support of the staff. And i I have an interesting story between my um, abusive childhood, the family background, then going into the service, and then me being this character, I'm tattooed all over, and, you know, kind of, I've got, you know, resting asshole face, you know. (laughs) Uh, So to to being that character who's reaching out and letting them know that it's okay was, uh, I think, important. But then I knew that it had to come from the staff, because it, it is a really tight-knit family. So at first, when I told the story, I asked everyone to think about the points that connected to them. And then as, as I was finishing my story and about to hand out the survey, I said, is there anyone here who connected in their personal lives with something that I said? Everyone in the room raised their hand. Wow. Every single person. And I asked them all to look left and right and see that they weren't alone. I think the real difference came after the very first person got to spend some personal time mm-hmm. uh, outside of work, and then they brought it back to work and told other people, oh, man, I, I was having this issue the other day, and I got to sit down, and we just, it was fantastic. And then it kind of snowballed, and now I'm seeing people several times a week, and it's um, self-fulfilling in that way. That's amazing. And... I mean, have you noticed, uh, uh, you know, if, if you've ever been a part of a opening, you know, restaurant staff, it is incredibly, incredibly stressful. And have you noticed that there is a little more ease or a better camaraderie around the staff or has it translated to, um, you know, a, a better kind of business feel? I think so. Again, I'm not... Um the subject matter expert in, in that way, but I've spent a lot of time in different parts of the world in a lot of restaurants. Um, and you can feel a vibe. You can feel an energy when you walk into a place. You can see 
where people's eyes are shifting and body language. And when I walk into the brewer's table, it feels like one entity. It feels so smooth. And people are, you hear these words, that, that people are gracious about what they do and, and, and where they are, where their bodies are, what they're saying to people. And, and I walk by and I have a habit of, of walking around in the restaurant and giving people high fives and, and, and you know, trying to pull smiles out of people and I'll have somebody when they've got a second stop and go, you know what, I've been in this industry for 15 years. We've got multi-level psalms on our staff and they say, I've never worked in a place like this in my life. I don't, I didn't even know that this was possible. I've opened three restaurants previous to this one. None of them have run this way. I don't know how y'all did it. So uh, I would say yes, certainly. I think it's it's relating back to the industry when we give the staff the ability to be who they are and to treat them like this is a genuine career because it is in most other places in the country or most other places in the world. This is a real career and it's a stigma that we've kind of placed on. Does that make sense? No, totally. I mean, believe me, I've been a server for many, many years and it's... Sometimes it is lacking in dignity, um, and a lot of times you are kind of written off as, uh, you know, just a server. This is your temporary gig until you find a quote-unquote real job. And, uh, you know, I didn't study for years and years at some of the best uh, culinary institutions to, you know, just quote-unquote get a real job. I... This is my craft and, you know, allowing uh, servers to gain a certain level of dignity to build a culture uh, that is positive and a place where you feel like you can really hone your craft uh, is is a really beautiful thing to see. And you're seeing it uh, a little bit more in other breweries as well. Um, Creature Comforts in Athens, Georgia um, is working... Uh, with counselors to provide uh, counseling services uh, that are fully covered uh, for their staff. And, you you know, you see it um, a little bit around the country kind of popping up slowly where, you know, they, establishments are understanding the need to help uh, their employees in a way that allows them to then help the guests in the restaurant, it only, it's that old Marriott adage, you know, be good to your staff, they'll be good to your guests. Um, (laughs) Have you noticed uh, other restaurants or other brewers, you know, in your surrounding area that maybe you've talked to, that maybe you've told about, you know, hey, we're doing this really great thing and it's working out really well. Have you noticed it kind of starting to spread a little bit? Um, I can't say that so much yet Mm -hmm. uh, because I, we're still so new to it. Yeah. Um, you spoke with Brandy, obviously, and Lazarus is a phenomenal organization. They're a fantastic brewery. And uh, aside from them, the only other people that I know that, that um, just personally that are uh, doing this is the group with uh, Jester King and uh, Jeff Stuffings. And uh, they're such a phenomenal space out there where they have it in uh, West Austin in the hills. Um where, I mean, they do goat yoga and are making goat cheese out of the milk from the goats and <laughs> really uh, all-inclusive with, with their families and, and do have wonderful parties out there and, and really tie it all together. 
Uh, but uh, but I, I think that you're absolutely right that we're going to get to a point, unfortunately, where kind of uh, retroactive, where we see that this is should be a focus. And unfortunately, not to be negative, but I think that our as a society, our individuality is is part of what's causing this. Not to say that that's a terrible thing, mm-hmm. but it's contributed to so much loneliness and depression and inability to connect and fit in um, with us not knowing our neighbors anymore or barely seeing our extended families, that more and more focus is going to be directed at the service industry to fill in that space. When you walk into a place and you feel that connectedness and you feel something that you aren't even getting from your next-door neighbors, that's really, really powerful. They have the, the ability to be a glue in the community in that sense. So it would benefit anyone in the service industry and the management staff to train and, and have that type of energy in their facility because they're going to receive back loyalty, and there's, you can't put any price on that. No, I completely agree. I think in the next couple of years, it's going to be more and more important for, you know, breweries and restaurants to kind of take on that responsibility and also taking on the responsibility of, you know, caring more for their employees and realizing that, you know, this is this is a quote unquote real job. Um, Well, Josh, thank you so much for taking time this morning. I really, really appreciate it. If anybody is in the Austin area, definitely check out. Uh, the Brewer's Table, of course, in previous episodes, you heard me wax poetically about Jester King and definitely Lazarus Brewing Company, as we kind of mentioned. Um, for those of you out there who work in restaurants or bars or anything like that, start talking to your managers, start talking to your owners, your chefs, you know, ask for uh, mental health benefits, ask for programs to kind of help you. Um, you know, get some preventative care or, you know, care in general. Um, I think, you know, the, the employees asking uh, for what they really need is going to kind of spurn on this kind of change. And uh, for those brewers or restaurant owners out there doing something really cool, I would love to have you share it with us, uh, connect with us uh, on our website um, or on social media. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening in. Uh, hopefully this was a, this was a feel good, um, Monday morning for you seeing someone do something great. Uh, we are recording live from the line hotel in Adams Morgan. My name is Sarah Jane. I'm your host and we'll see you next Monday. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening. We bring that good soul energy.